y'all. You're listening to Kremlis Behavior Podcast. Today we're going to be on episode number eight and we're going to be talking about how a son shoots his mom on Easter Sunday. If this is your first time listening, hi, my name is Sarah Studier and I'm your host for Kremlis Behavior Podcast. I want to thank you for listening to the show and I hope you enjoy it. So trigger warning, this episode may contain content of a graphic nature including descriptions of physical violence against adults. So, Karen Mallows and Bill Mallows were known to other West residents of Southdown neighborhood as a friendly and caring couple. Karen Mallows was a acting director at Louisiana Workforce Commission, and the Louisiana Workforce Commission is an agency of the government that administers programs designed to enhance workforce growth and provide family-sustaining jobs for Louisiana residents. The commission monitors employment. It also administers unemployment compensation and tax funds, and it provides training resources for employers and employees and oversees worker compensation benefits. This agency also gathers and supplies information on the labor market and occupational sectors throughout Louisiana. Billy Mallows, also known as Bill, He was part of a firm called Lazarel Piku Wells Simpson Lorano LLC, and he became part of that firm in 2003 and a partner in 2007. The focus of that um, firm is primarily insurance coverage, and it covers litigation involving all manners of marine insurance. commercial property insurance, and general liability insurance. It includes excess and umbrella bumbershoot liability insurance as well. Bill has significant experience in maritime law, energy matters, and environmental and toxic torts, including controversies involving trigger and allocations across multiple policy periods for long-term pollution and bodily injury claims. So, Bill attended Louisiana State University, and he was part of Alumni Association, the top 100 scholarships, and graduated at Magnum Cum Laude in 1996. In 1999, he also graduated from Tulane University Law School, where he did a senior fellow teaching assistant job in the legal research and writing program, and and articles editor of the Tulane Law Review. He was also a member of Louisiana National Guard from 1993 until 2001, where he served as an interrogator in the 415th Military Intelligent Battalion, and he received several commendations for his work in this field, and he also was named the Battalion Soldier of the Year in 1996. Bill in the past worked closely with some local officials in the United States Army Corps Engineers Project. He was a manager. And neighbors who've seen Chris, because Chris Mallows is one of um, Bill and Karen's son, um, he, he was described as little to good behavior like no one had anything good to say about him 
Um, but they all were shocked about the turn of events that happened on this particular Easter. Um, a neighbor named Joanne Pellegrin quoted, they both care and are concerned for the well-being of neighbors. Close quotations. Um, Jody Ann Pellegram was a neighborhood watch group's captain, and Karen Malloy's, the week before this incident, on April 17, 2019, she attended a neighborhood watch meeting that was held by the nearby Rouse's supermarket, where the local officials said nothing but good things about the dedication of all the volunteers, and... They recorded the South Down West subdivision as a safe neighborhood. So, Karen and Bill's home was ranched style, made of brick, and is typical of others in the middle class subdivision. It had a well tended lawn, and neighbors described it as a beautiful place, which later they were horrified to see the terrific crime scene that would take place. People who witnessed the incident described Christopher Mallows as just out of it. He just went on a rampage, crazy. Something was off whenever police took him into custody on that Sunday. So, Christopher Mallows was 32 years old, and he was arrested Sunday, April 21st, 2019, on that evening after shooting his mother several times during an argument. He was charged with attempted second-degree murder and aggravated criminal damage to property. Police were called around 6 o'clock that night to the Mallow's home to investigate reports of shots being fired, and authorities found a woman in her 60s, this would be Karen, um, she was suffering from multiple gunshot wounds to her upper torso. Karen was taken to a local hospital where she was listed in critical condition. Detectives learned that Karen and Chris had been arguing prior to this event for reasons we still don't know till this day. Chris then got a pistol and threatened to kill both of his parents. The argument intensified and Chris and his parents walked out of the house and into the front yard and this is where Chris decided to shoot his mother several times in her upper torso and then he walked back into the home and fired a gun several more times going after his father Bill. So when the police got there to the house Chris was locked up inside and the police had to order him out of the home. Chris eventually complied and he was arrested and investigators were gathering information on what could have possibly led to a son shooting his mother and on Easter of all holidays. Easter y'all. So um Police Chief Dana Coleman stated, open quotations, We don't know what led them outside the house. We don't know if he told them at gunpoint to go outside or not. My detectives want the, to interview the dad to see what actually started the altercation. Close quotations. So, 
the officers and investigators searched the home and they recovered a nine millimeter Beretta that was believed to be used in the shooting. And um, police chief Coleman stated, open quotations, the main thing is that the suspect cooperated when we asked him to surrender, close quotations. He also stated that Chris surrendered peacefully and they were able to recover the weapon, the 9mm Beretta involved. Um, police stated that Chris had a police record and his previous police uh, arrests were not connected with violent crimes, but the fact that the shooting occurred on Easter Sunday <laughs> was a complete tragedy, a devastation. People stated that Easter should be a time when people are celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And here it is that this family's Easter was just rocked with nothing but extreme violence and chaos. So Christopher Thomas Mallows at 32 was arrested and booked into the Terrebonne Parish Jail on two counts of attempted second-degree murder and aggravated criminal damage to property as he went inside and fired a gun several times, damaging the home. So, homeless police department officers, um, backed up by the Terrebonne Parish deputies, they converged on the subdivisions in the streets before 6 p.m., and after they received that report of Miss Karen being shot... Um, that's whenever Chris was taken into custody and Bill, the father was present when the incident occurred, but he didn't seem to have any injuries. So Chris was booked at the Terrebonne Parish jail on a $250,000 bond. And he then got a court date, um, that June on June 5th of 2019. Um, Karen's Karen's condition really wasn't disclosed on if she had to have multiple surgeries or anything to that nature, but just that she was in critical, critical health. I mean, she was shot several times in her upper torso. Witnesses said that overall they heard as many as five shots in the uh, vicinity of the residence, which was located at 1313 Levy Drive. The neighborhood is tucked away behind a heavily traveled um, area on St. Charles Street and Val High Boulevard, which is in Houma, Louisiana. The, there was a heavy police presence and bright daylight, and that didn't go unnoticed by people passing by and nearby shoppers. Um, lighting up the local social media sites with questions on what is going on in this once safe thought neighborhood so lieutenant travis terrio which was part of the police department and a spokesman said that the incident was still going under investigation and that the motive for the violence had not been determined but it was just an argument that escalated um chris had previous um arrests like we said prior but none was of like strict violence or anything like that he was arrested in 2012 by Tipitoe Police Department for possession of marijuana and Schedule 4 narcotics and possession of drug paraphernalia. And there was no disposition of the case that was able for me to uh, review. I kept trying to find 
so much information on Chris and any background at schools, anything. There's not much about him other than what I'm, I'm giving to you now. So maybe later on, if there's some more stuff that comes into light, I will, I will do another update on this case. So he has since pled not guilty and not guilty by reason of sanity for shooting his mom on this Easter Sunday. He tried to take his life at the jail in Terrebonne Parish, and he was granted a mental evaluation. On the afternoon of May 9th of 2019, Chris was found hanging in his cell by his bed sheet. He was discovered within minutes of him trying to attempt to take his life, and he was taken to Leonard J. Schaubert Medical Center in Homa. He was then taken to University Medical Center in New Orleans, where he was later released. Um, Chris was then housed in a medical dorm at the jail, but was eventually put back into general population after he was cleared by the doctor. He had been in a cell less than a day before he tried committing suicide. And according to Dodd, open quotations, had it not been for the quick action of the correctional officers, he very well may have succeeded in his suicide attempt. But they got him down quickly and they started CPR immediately. And when the medical personnel arrived, they continued until he was transported to Chabert. Close quotations. Um, Dot also stated, open quotations, when he comes back, he will go into a very confined medical cell in front of the jail where he will be watched 24-7 until such time the doctors say he cannot be moved. So because Chris decided to take his life, now we have extra personnel that has to watch him for suicide. A suicide watch. Like, just a waste of tax dollars, y'all. Just a waste. Like, this guy needs help. (laughs) Seriously, um, so during the hearing on June 5th, District Court Judge Randy Bethancourt ordered a psychological evaluation, and the first assistant district attorney, Jason uh, Duggett, stated that the evaluation took place. The judge ordered a sanity commission to evaluate his mental capacity. The evaluation is to determine whether or not that Chris personally has the capacity to proceed trial and assist his counsel. When a sanity commission is ordered in a court, proceedings generally are stayed pursuant to the law. So once they receive reports from the sanity commission, the judge can then make a ruling on whether or not the defendant is fit to stand trial and it could proceed. So, like I said, Chris is currently on a $250,000 bond, and he's being represented by Greg Raffinino of HOMA. His uh, court appearance next was on September 18, 2019, and he was also involved in a case. It was um, Karen Wells Roby, United States Magistrate Judge, and... It was Benjamin James Corwell versus LaSalle Corrections Management. Um, Basically, another inmate named Benjamin James Corwell that was housed at Tabernacle Parish Criminal Justice Complex filed suit against LaSalle Corrections Management, Tabernacle Parish Criminal Justice Complex, and TBCJC medical staff and Catahoula Correctional Center because 
He stated that he was allegedly injured in an incident with guards while being transported to the Calahoula Correctional Center to Terrebonne Parish at River Correctional Center. So, he stated, Cornwall, this is, one of the inmates that was housed with um, Chris. He stated that on October 12, 2020, he sustained injuries while being transported in a small combat minivan used to transport prisoners. And he filed this suit October 26, 2020, and alleges that an 18-wheeler and another vehicle were involved in an incident directly in front of the transport van. And while the van tried to avoid hitting the vehicle in front of them, it was rear-ended whenever they were trying to brake. There were four other passengers during this um, this commute, and Christopher Mallows was one of those passengers. He stated that none of them were wearing seatbelts, and they were shackled by their hands and feet. And he stated that the van driver wrote all the names down of the passengers, but they were not able to get medical treatment by EMTs at the scene. And instead, they were told that they're going to be treated at the jail by their personnel. So, Chris was involved in this, and a judge basically stated, It is therefore recommended that claims against Terrebonne Parish Criminal Justice Complex, LaSalle Corrections Management, TBCJC Medical Staff, and Catahoula Correctional Center to be dismissed with prejudice for failure to state a claim. So, they didn't have a, state, a claim to to stand on like they didn't have a foot to stand on and allegations against them in this suit that Cornwell was trying to go against and it is unknown if Mallows was trying to make a complaint in reference to this suit as well but he was a passenger that was involved in this suit that's why I mentioned it so there's a new grant for Tyrone Parish that will help local officials work together um and to stop this from happening um like they call it the corroborative where there's non-regional coordinators that work as a team to stop the violence in our area so this y'all is crazy this i don't understand um how someone who brings you into this world your mother and your father what could have possibly escalated now I do know that they stated that drugs were previously involved in a previous arrest it is unknown that if he is he was on drugs but I'm gonna assume just assuming that he may have been and that's what altered his mind to be able to shoot his mom and then later go shoot his father and then he must have been in a mental state that he tried committing suicide in jail I am very interested to know what y'all think about this case um if y'all know any more information in regards I mean I diligently searched and searched and searched for information um there is no updated information in regards to this case as far as his final sentencing or if he was fit to stand trial. Um, like, this happened in 2019, and then September is whenever they wanted to do that uh, mental evaluation, psychological, that the judge ordered. And then right after that, that's when COVID hit. And here we are. We just started year 2024. You think we would have seen some progress on this case, but yet 
no, I don't, I don't see it. So I am very interested in this. I looked it up in the jail records. I tried looking it up under Louisiana state cases. I mean, I, I went on a rampage y'all trying to find as much information in regards, but it is known to me at this time he's still waiting trial for his final disposition and stating whether he's mentally fit to stand trial. So, if you enjoyed our show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Be sure to like, share, rate, and review. Y'all, those reviews help out so much. And come back in a couple of days as I am going to give you a case where a husband planned his wife's kidnapping, y'all. He is caught planning his wife's kidnapping and y'all, the kidnapping took place and oh my God, the stuff that unfolds in this case. So until then, this is your host, Sarah Cidier, and I hope you have a wonderful night. And please, y'all, please, don't go shooting y'all mama and y'all daddies. And of all days, Easter Sunday, please get the help if you are struggling mentally. No life is worth an argument. It's, it's, not, it's not worth it, y'all. Stay off drugs, hugs, not drugs. Until then, I'm your host, Sarah Soudier. And please like, share, comment, follow, subscribe to Criminalist Behavior, a Louisiana true crime podcast. Thank y'all and have a great, great day.